previously on The Creative Team. Eric Bischoff saying he deserves half the entrance into the King of the Ring tournament. McMahon issues the challenge. WWF wins. WCW goes away. Bischoff wins. Then WCW gets their own pay-per-view. Vince reveals that Triple H is the fourth member of his King of the Ring bracket. Diamond Dallas Page hitting the diamond cutter on Triple H. DDP is your current King of the Ring. Tensions are rising between the NWO and Austin, and we're getting ready for something big to happen at this Invasion pay-per-view. This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories and logic. My God. <laughs> You're selling this shit so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hoe. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Oh, uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn. Ronald, how the heck are you today, bud? Oh, it is a beautiful day. It is Endgame. We had Infinity War last week. And it is end game this week. I am, you know, uh, I, I Ron man uh, at your service. I am. <laughs> I, I feel like we are the Avengers of storytelling, and uh, we are definitely righting a whole bunch of wrongs. And I'm excited. We've had three banger weeks of a take it up with creative. The first time we've ever done four parts for a subject, and I think it went smooth. Well, I can't say it went smoothly because yeah, last week was a little rough. It, I mean, no, I mean it. It was a creative conflict and it should be yeah. but hey i feel like you know our chemistry and our history we jock position and we convinced each other and met in the middle and i think we came up with some good shit you know it, you know we're definitely no corny and russo <laughs> you imagine what the ratings would be if they were doing this <laughs> My God. if someone said there was going to be four hours or five hours of Vince Russo and Corny trying to come up with a storyline. <laughs> That's a podcast. <laughs> how far? How far into that podcast do you think they get before Corny just said "fuck you, motherfucker" and left? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are they face to face or are they like you know? Are they on Zoom? <laughs> I don't care if they were on Zoom. It would be the same thing. That's true. Corny I'm not would... doing this, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, there'd be a lot of bros and motherfuckers. That's for sure. Bro, we gotta do a hand in a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but if you come out of if you, but if you come out of a box, you're over. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hand's coming out of a box. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what he thought corny meant, and that's why we got that stupid storyline. Yeah, like, we just we just figured it out right now. Yeah, we did. Or fingered it out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh. All right. So last week we did the King of the Ring segment of the uh, Take It Up. We've gone from <clears throat> the, just a quick rundown. We've decided Booker T is kind of the face of WCW. He's the real world champion. He beat Austin. He's now beaten Angle. Uh, we had a big blow off. Um, 
tensions are rising between the NWO and Austin, and we're getting ready for something big to happen at this invasion pay-per-view. Uh, RVD was brought in to be an ECW member as Heyman or as Vince McMahon went to Paul Heyman to team up and uh, Rob Van Dam double crossed them. He had actually signed with WCW. Uh, we've established the cruiserweight division. We've revealed Triple H is back for the first time since WrestleMania and DDP is your current King of the Ring. And by winning the King of the Ring, DDP has procured WCW its first pay-per-view uh, under the WWF banner. So we closed up the big loophole that b- <laughs> bothered Ron his whole life as to why WCW would be allowed in the building if Vince didn't own it. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so we've done a lot. Now it's time to pay off the invasion angle. We've got four weeks of television to kind of figure it out. Um, and then the invasion pay-per-view itself. So, so right off the bat, week one has to be some sort of ceremony of Bischoff introducing the name of this event that he won the rights to. Yes. So I think week one, we definitely open up the show with Bischoff gloating. And really Bischoff and Shane McMahon. We like we keep forgetting about Shane McMahon as, you know, <laughs> and Stephanie. Like I think, you know, Bischoff, Shane, and Stephanie. Yeah, they play their roles. They play their roles. They could be like the background Nick Cons of the world and you know, Bischoff is front right. and center. <laughs> yeah, I think since we're do- we're basically doing Bischoff versus McMahon in WWF, but we have we we just gotta remember we've got Heyman as yep. an aside. We have Shane and Stephanie there. Yes. Um, so I think this is a big celebration. All three of them in the ring. It's the first thing that happens. It's hugs and kisses and everyone's celebrating. They're all raising their arms, uh, talking about their next pay-per-view. Who interrupts them? Because somebody's got to interrupt them. Somebody's got to interrupt them, and it's got to be, you know, somebody who's been a thread in the story thus far. Let's, you know, definitely Vince. Should yep. Vince be the first one? And like, like he can like come out there and just be like passive aggressive about it. He's like, all right, Eric. Yep, you won a pay per view, pal. Good for you. Now let's see what you can do with it. I don't think you can do anything with it because keep in mind, my show beat your show. My talent beat your talent. And if you think that you're going to be able to book a successful pay per view with just the pile of crap you have at your disposal, you got another thing coming. And Bischoff, he's like, well, my pile of crap beats your pile of crap at the King of the Ring, fair and square. Ah, tongue in cheek, and uh, and and and, I, and Bischoff could be like, you know, and I'm not gonna do that. I'm definitely gonna use your guys. Your guys are more yeah, than welcome on my show yeah. because I'm gonna show you that I can use them better than you ever could. That could be his motivation to get, to get WWE guys on the show as well. Perfect. I really like that. It's understated. It's not a wild brawl. We don't need another wild brawl. Um, no, because some of the greatness that was this angle was the promos between Payman yeah. and Vince and what could have been the promos between Bischoff and Vince. Right. So I love this. I think it's great. Um, I like that instead of just uh, tipping our hat as to anything that's going to happen in the opening segment, we're just uh, Bischoff. And it's about Bischoff and Vince. And Vince is just he's accepted the fact that they lost. 
and he's going to allow this to happen. I love that. That's great. And so that way this this invasion pay-per-view doesn't need to be a struggle for power. Exactly. Necessarily. Yeah, Eric's explanation to Vince yeah. could be like, I have the power. I have the pay-per-view. This is my show. And yes, I'm definitely going to have WWF guys on it because I'm going to prove two points. I'm going to prove that I can put together the better show, and I always could have, and I'm going to do it while decimating your people. So perfect. So there we go. Um, <clears throat> so then how do we want to go about revealing this? I think we've got a lot of ways we could go with the main event. We had... We had Sting kill both, you know, lay out both guys. I think, do we have two WCW guys for the WCW title on this this pay-per-view? Do we, instead, I, I don't want this to necessarily be a WWF versus WCW pay-per-view. I want it to be a WCW pay-per-view. Correct. But we're going to involve, I, I, we, uh, to me, we have to have an NWO match. Here. Yes, this is, this, is where it, this is where it's happening, and I have a pitch okay. for it. And I think this would be a good time to debut the United States Championship. I think, I can't remember offhand. I, it's probably in my notes somewhere. But I think Booker T was the double champ, was he not? He may have been. I'm not entirely sure. So, I... okay. So, we'll, he's just the WCW champion. I say we debut the United States Championship and we'll have you know, some kind of, I mean, we, we just did the King of the Rings, so I don't know if we want to have a tournament. No, no. But we need to do something. Maybe it's a triple threat. It's some kind of thing at the pay-per-view um, for the United States title, I think. I would do a triple threat, and I would have, I would call it, like, you know, have it some sort of funky name, like, you know, uh, like a tri like three-way dance, but one representative from each company, like even ECW would be, ECW, WWE. <sighs> Yeah. Love it. Yeah, there we go. So we're going to debut the United States title um, and announce... I smell a Tommy Dreamer redemption story. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. It will be a three-way at uh, Invasion, ECW, WWF, and WCW will have a representative. Perfect. See, like, and this is my goal for this blow-off, this, this finale, Cole, and I, I think you're going to be with me. I love heat, and I love cliffhangers. I want every angle to have a cliffhanger, so that way our listeners at home want to see, want to hear us follow up with this down the road at some point. So, yes. if, 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 since we're on the road to this, to making this match, you know, well, we, I mean, I'm already, like, establishing, you know, the, the show itself. We need to get to the show first. Yeah. So I think uh, I would like to have a WCW title match that's just WCW, guys. Um, and I think maybe this would be a good time for Bischoff to reward Diamond Dallas Page for making this happening. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be DDP versus Booker T for the WCW title at Invasion. I like that. And then that probably won't be the main event because we've got something with Austin and Hogan, maybe? I, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get... Okay. <laughs> so what do we want to do week one with the NWO, Austin, whatever angle? So 
I mean, obviously this this would be a good transition for my for my pitch. Uh, so the for week one, we had that promo with Vince and Eric, you know, basically establishing what each other's motives are. Vince is gonna let Eric do his thing because he doesn't think he's gonna he thinks he's gonna fail. Eric is gonna Eric is going to use Vince's guys and prove that he could put on the better show and use his guys better. And in the process, he's going to beat the holy shit out of his guys with his guys. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, you know, maybe, uh, maybe right then and there, Austin can come out. Cause if Bischoff's out there, the NWO is already out there. Is that, is, is that assumed? Sure. Okay. Well, for the sake of like having less entrances, we can have Austin come out there and just like, you know, we got to address the elephant in the room. These pieces of trash haven't proved a damn thing in this company. And I've been trying to get at them this entire time. So, you know, if you claim to put on the best show possible, you know, why don't you prove it and have these, you know, pieces of trash finally step into the ring and, you know, with all Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then they can like, you know, bully laughing and it was like, like, well, you don't have two guys that'll help you out, blah, 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 blah. You're, you're we can have we can basically my basically my uh pitch for the special attraction match uh or the main event as it were would be a six man between yeah. Austin and two mystery opponents uh versus the NWO that way we're not paying off a dream match between Austin and Hogan they're just involved in this match yeah. um but you know I kind of don't want to reveal who my two would be because they're pretty yeah, until later on. That's fine. Yeah, until later on. But I kind of want to throw it at you now, just to see if I can tickle your balls enough to come up with a story to get there. If you love nope, it, if you I, love it yeah. enough. No, nope, so, fuck it. I, I love it. It's perfect. We don't have a brawl. Like we don't have any wild shit. Week one. It's we we calm calm things back down. Everything's back to civility. WCW's getting their pay their pay per view, and everyone kind of accepts it. I love the idea of Bischoff saying I'm, I'm in fact I'm so good at this I'm going to do so I'm I'm going to do so well with this pay-per-view I'm going to prove that WCW is better than you and we're going to um I'm going to use kick the shit out of your own guys yeah right yeah um uh, the only other thing I would like to maybe do at this point for week 1 is oh, it's so hard to I cuz I want to bring Rey Mysterio into the mix Mm-hmm. And make him the face of the cruiserweight division. As you know, I like Kidman; he's a solid worker, but he's not Rey Mysterio. No. So I'd like that to also be a match at this pay per view. But at the same time, like the Rey Mysterio actual debut was so fantastic. Like I don't want to like it's gonna suck to lose that. But you know, doesn't matter. <laughs> well, I mean, it it was a cold debut of a match, and then he did an interference at the end of the night. That is true. Which could still happen, but nah. But, but, but I, I like the idea. Like, what if? What do you want to do with Rey Mysterio? Is he a WCW guy? Uh, yeah, I think so because I, what we, you know, what we have talked about, you know, at least hinted at, and we've tiptoed around this. If we are going to do a part two of this at some point down the line, mm-hmm. I think the build is to eventually get to the brand split that happened. But it's going to be WCW is one brand, WWF is the other brand. And so we're going to need a, a group of WCW guys that are actual baby faces, actual heels. Um, and See, so my that's pi- where. 
and that's good yeah. because my pitch for the main event, you know, that six man, right. I, I wanted to eventually get to where the stakes is that we get our own. See, show. I don't, I don't want to do that for invasion necessarily. Okay, I think this is just a good kickoff. To me, I think Survivor Series is the absolute payoff for the brand split uh-huh. gimmick. Okay, so that's late. That's part two of this. If we if if, if we, we go down there. that road at some point, yeah. Okay, and then building up to you know the Survivor Series to the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, all that awesome stuff. Okay, um, in a later part of this, I the invasion. I just want this to be officially. We're celebrating WCW. It's here. Mm-hmm. And then after this pay per view, then we Vince is going back to trying to get rid of them once Bischoff proves his point mm-hmm. that you know you know. So that's where I'm at. I I you know, I think it just it sucked for me so much that the invasion, like the way things went down, like because Survivor Series is like what two or three months after Invasion. Yeah, Invasion was July, August, September, October, four months. Yeah, so I mean the whole angle was so fast and over so quickly like oh yes so frustrating (laughs) a little bit so after the big promo between vince and vince and eric uh now we didn't leave we didn't uh leave things that leave things we didn't solidify whether or not that angle between austin and nwo was good was good or not is that going to be the big oh, attraction yes, match? Yes, that's one thousand percent going to be the main event. Is okay, Austin and his two mystery partners against the NWO. I love that setup. And just as an aside, I want to debut Rey Mysterio week one. We'll put him in there with Hoovy, whoever. He'll he'll get some wins, and then at the pay per view, he's going to be wrestling Kidman for the title at the WCW Bear. So we'll have a couple WCW only matches, mm-hmm. and then we'll have some other guys. I think this is where. We just need to start debuting some people so that they're going to be on the pay per view. But I mean, we still got Jeff Jarrett. We've got yep. so we got a lot of people to book matches. This is the one I really want to book. What do we think? Eight matches for the pay per view? Yeah, uh, yeah, we could. Yeah. So debut Rey Mysterio. So yeah, because right now we that, have a reason for for Eric to do a floodgate of debuts because like it's my show now. This is my build up to my show, and please welcome. <laughs> like you know, he can just have a big old thing for Rey Mysterio. It's like this is the face of my action when I was running things. Yes, yeah, exactly. Really put him over in that regard. Now, what's the follow up for Sting after doing what he did? We definitely do. We want to have Sting on this TV show, like the the first week, or do we? Not want the to- first week. We definitely should have him in like recap videos. I, I think we need to have Kurt Angle calling out Sting. Yeah, I think that's what needs to happen. So Angle calling out Sting. It, it could be a fun. It could be somewhat of a funny segment, like you know Booker T can come out and say, you know, what the I want, like why well, I won the match, but what the fuck Sting? And then Kurt Angle comes out like, no, <laughs> what the fuck Sting? Like they're fighting right. over they're fighting over who gets the explanation from Sting first. <laughs> uh, I'd 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 like to leave Booker T out of it for this one pay per view. Okay. At least, I, I'd like. I want, you know, early on in this episode, I want Bischoff to make it known that DDP made all this happen, so he's getting a world title match, and so we can distract Booker T because when it's all said and done, he won against Sting, so he can take that up with Sting later. Yeah. 
but Angle, I think, is the guy. And because I think if we're going for Angle versus Sting at this pay per view, that's a great way to debut Sting. Yes, we're it not is. blowing off. We're we're obviously not going to blow off Sting versus Taker. Like we're we're bringing in Sting for the long haul here. Oh no, so, I'm, I'm keeping yeah. them. I'm keeping him and Taker far away from each other until yeah. Taker dies again. Not not uh, like gimmick wise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So week one, we've got. Bischoff and Shane and Stephanie celebrating. Vince comes out and says, all right, all right, you know, you guys won. It's fair and square. Uh, I'm going to let you have your pay-per-view. I'm not going to cause a big scene. I'm a man of my word. Uh, But I'm not worried about it because just like WCW, you're going to fail. This pay-per-view is going to fail. And then you guys are all going to go away, da-da-da-da-da. And then Bischoff counters because, you know, dick measuring contests. And him and Shane go like, oh, we're going to prove that we're better than you at this. We're going to invite, we're going to use WWF guys on this pay-per-view and, and all the WCW guys are going to win. They're going to kick the shit out of you. We're going to bury you guys. Right. So we've got, uh, and then we've, we also have established Austin calling out Bischoff at some point here. He wants a match with the NWO. Um, and so, they accept it's going to be Austin and two mystery opponents. They say, oh, you're all by yourself. It's three against one, da-da-da. So we, we reveal, okay, I'll see if I can find some partners. Uh, so we're going to build up to that. We've debuted Rey Mysterio, and Kurt Angle is calling out Sting on this episode. So that's a jam-packed episode, a lot going on there. Um, yeah, so I think on to week two. I don't think we need anything extra in in week one necessarily. No, no we, we've, we've set the table. Uh, and so we've got DDP, and really the only official match we've made is that DDP is wrestling uh, Booker T for the WCW Championship, and we know that Austin is going to be searching for partners to take on the NWF. Yes. Perfect. And then we have Sting and Kurt Angle. We have Angle calling out Sting, yes. Yes. So so that's obviously a match. For, that's where we're going to go for the pay-per-view, but this is just part one. So week two, how do we want to kick off the show? Let's see. So we definitely have the we definitely have some matches solidified. Is this going to be the week where we debut Rey Mysterio and uh, put him in the running for the cruiserweight? Uh, I, to... I say we debuted him week one right off the bat. We okay. debuted Rey Mysterio because we got a big pay per view coming out. So uh, we already did that. He had his first match. He's going to have matches throughout the 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 month leading up to the pay per view, and we'll just we'll announce. He's the number one contender, and him and Kidman will be doing their thing. We don't need an angle or anything for that match. It's no. just a match. It's a cruiserweight title, but we're going to establish Ray. So he's going to have a match week two, week three, week four. Like Ray's going to have four matches leading up to the pay per view, um, okay. and then maybe you know, and 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 just to build Ray, he's going to be the number one contender. All right, cool. So like how we open week two. Now we know we know we have the main event of the the six man. We have uh, DDP and Booker T. Uh, so we had Angle call out Sting. So mm-hmm. at the end of last week, we, we like we just we just found out that Sting will appear. Or like or, uh, or some, well, no, we can't. Find, how are they going to find that out? He's a Raptor guy, right? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah so I mean, do we do we have the meeting of Angle and Sting this week? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think we need to have Sting on TV. We don't need him to cut a promo. We don't need him to say anything. I. I think we just have for for the weeks leading up to the pay per view. We just keep having Angle call him out. Maybe we. Oh, can I even love this. Like, 
we show it, it, show a spotlight to the rafters or whatever something but oh my gosh so this is this is um this is fucking this is before bald kurt and this is way before the Shawn michaels feud what if like he's calling out sting this this whole time and like you know we don't know whether or not sting's gonna like basically here's my pitch bullet point for for this angle for this kurt angle uh imagine if it's kind of like the scene of thing with Taker that one WrestleMania where Taker just never shows up. He's getting constantly getting called out, but then like at the very last minute at the pay-per-view, it happens. But on the way, we have Kurt Angle claiming that he's the icon, he's better than Sting, he's the legend. You know, I think this is gonna be one of those situations where it's gonna be an accidental double turn because everyone loves Sting so much that they're gonna have to boo Angle here. Yeah. So imagine if Kurt Angle did the whole thing he did with Shawn Michaels where he's doing everything better than Sting, the way Sting would do it. Like, uh, you know, he's better at submissions, so he starts beating people with the Scorpion Deathlock. He could come out as Surfer Angle one day, uh, dye his hair blonde, fucking, and like do Stinger splashes, beat his chest, be a total prick that he can d- be a better Sting than Sting himself, uh, just completely taunting him from television. Uh, fuck, what else he c- could he do? Uh, trying to... Come up with more uh, inside inside jokes for Kurt Angle to fucking <laughs> taunt Sting. Uh, digs up the Ultimate Warrior and beats him clean. <laughs> no, yes, no, okay. no, don't do that. Don't do that at all. But uh, definitely, you know, even stripping away all the dumb, funny stuff about it, I do like I do like Kurt Angle just constantly calling him out throughout yeah, the weeks. And Sting never shows up. Never shows up. Uh, we could even have Vince, you know, talking to Bishop like, "Hey, Sting does what he wants, pal." Like, I I got. You know, I can't, I can't, you know, I can't get him on the phone. Sting only shows up when he wants to show up and he does what he wants to do. And yeah, so yeah, I I like that. Um, So that's going to happen on, on all three weeks. Do we want to have just at at least, well, we'll get there. That's week four. Who cares? (laughs) We'll get there. Um, So do we want to do something with Jeff Jarrett? Maybe he's he's the WCW representative in the three way. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, yes. Uh, or oh, or I, Rob I, Van Dam. I was gonna say Rob Van Dam yeah. because if this match goes the way I think it should go, uh, if we do end up telling the Tommy Dreamer redemption story here, the visual of like, well, we'll get there. But I'm I'm picturing an ending to this match and, and a cliffhanger. Uh, but we'll get there. But definitely Rob Van Dam as the representative for WCW. Yeah. Which is yeah. also a cool story because he came, he, he came in as the ECW guy and he's yeah. representing WCW going up against the guy that's representing ECW, Tommy Dreamer. So who represents WWF in that match? Um, I think since we established the Jericho angle where he was anti WCW, anti Bischoff, I think we go there. So Tommy Dreamer is just uber babyface in this scenario. Yes, yes, he's the he's the clear cut white meat babyface in this scenario for sure. And really, this um, really this this thing right here is the only thing that re- can really be a happy ending on this show <laughs> for something for someone. <laughs> well, I mean, we've got the NWO Austin match. Um, do we want to reveal like when are we going to reveal Austin at least one of Austin's opponents? Okay, so because I, I think part, from the last pay per view since we fucked over Triple H, I think that's a given. That's exactly right? that's exactly yeah. what I alluded to when it happened. So something 
happened a, a year later uh, in the world of wrestling. So what if the stage was set for this pay-per-view somehow? And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come up with the match right then and there, right right now, and just pitch it to you. And if you like it, now we can circle back and t- and say how we and say how we get there. But the visual of Austin looking at Hogan, and then Triple H looking at uh, Scott Hall, and then a slightly early returning Shawn Michaels looking at Kevin Nash. Ooh. DX and Austin for the three against the NWO. I love that, but we're going to save Sean for mm. later. No, no, in this angle, but not week two. That's exactly, like the, exactly. That's the big week four reveal. So, okay, so you're good with the, you're good with that match. Oh, thousand percent. Okay, yeah, that's what that's basically saying. I'm, I'm going to pitch you the match, oh, and if you yes. like it, okay. you, we talk about how we get there. Okay, so that's where we're going for sure. So I think this week right away, um, Austin's not really looking for anyone. He's not trying to find anyone. He just is trying to start shit with the NWO again. Um, I think Hogan bails. Uh, We've got Hall and Nash in there. So Triple H comes to his aid, and they fight off Hall and Nash, and Hogan and Bischoff just, you know, sneak out the back door and shit. Yeah, or um, or, so, we, or we can keep uh, do the long angle where like you know Triple H does come out. It's a big surprise, but you know the numbers game still doesn't work, and that could yes. be the story. Like, yeah, well, it's still two of you. Like that, we're, yes. we're still teasing that. Who's the th- who's the third man? They get a t- <laughs> they get a taste for their own medicine. <laughs> yes. Okay. Love that. Okay. So yeah, we def we have a segment where Triple H comes to Austin's aid, and uh, we've established that that they're going to be working together. Because I don't, you know, we're not going to have Austin, like, looking for a partner. No. Whatever. No. So, okay, fine, Triple H, you got a problem with them, I got a problem with them, you know, fuck it. We'll, you know, let's, I just want to kick, I just want to get, I just want to shove my boot in their ass. I don't care who's there. I just want to, you know, fine, you're my partner. And I got to. Find us another partner. And I got a great promo for Austin to the NWO for this, too. So, Okay. So we that was week t- week two we, we we solidified that Triple H is helping Austin, but to no avail the numbers game got the better of them, and now we we have the mystery of <laughs> it's funny how it worked that way. Uh, now we have the mystery of who's Austin's who's Austin Triple H's third man against the NWO. All right, so perfect. I don't think we need to do a lot in week two, but I feel like we need to find something for Jeff Jarrett to do. Is this where we want to start just debuting WCW guys? Because um, I don't want this to be a full-on WCW versus WWF pay-per-view. Right. But I think we got enough. So we're going to have Austin and Triple H and the third man versus the NWO. We've got DDP versus Booker T. We're going to have Angle and Sting showdown at the pay-per-view finally. We've got the three-way, which is RVD, Dreamer, and Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um do we want to have more WWF talent involved? Okay, so how many matches is that? That gives us five matches right now where we know that's where we're going. Okay, so for a full WCW match, we have we have DDP and Booker T. We have Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Right. We have the six man, which is sprinkled, which is basically WWF and WCW. We yes. have we have the 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 blow off of Sting and Angle, which is WCW versus well, WWF. we have the we have the jumping off point for yeah. Sting and Angle, yeah. At the pay per view. Yes. Yeah. So. 
and we solidified Jericho, uh, RVD, and Dreamer as the three as the three way match. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I think Jarrett should have a gripe within his own company. You know, when we went under, I was the chosen one, and now yeah. all of a sudden DDP gets a title shot just for nothing. How, how about we have Jarrett versus Vince McMahon? <laughs> That, actually, that could work. That could work, yes. actually. Eric Bischoff is like, we have a segment where Eric Bischoff is going through like the contracts. It's like, hey, Vince, uh, it says here, uh, not, not only you're the chairman, but you're a contracted wrestler. You're you're a member of the roster. Oh, no, I'm not. Didn't you have a match with uh, your son at WrestleMania this year? Yeah. That's that's interesting. And then just kind of, yeah, he can, he, can, uh, he can book a match between him and Jeff Jarrett. Oh my god. It would be like a bloody mess of a match like him and Hogan at WrestleMania 19, but Jarrett has, you know, a better body at this point. <laughs> yes, and but we're also going to get into all the shoot angles for the yes. time that this, yes, I love this match. Oh my like, gosh. I, I was I was half joking, but seriously, uh I think if we get into Jarrett, you know, leaving the company twice, really and holding him up and we shoot on all that like that this is we get into why Vince fired Jarrett yep. and all this I think it'd be great. Oh yeah, I'm down for that grudge match Vince versus Jarrett. So there we go. I think we announce it in week 2, week 3 we have, you know, the the backstory and week 4 we have, you know, the the payoff. So we've got something to do for Jarrett. It's really at this point this is all the WCW guys we've discussed. Yes. Like there's a couple, you know, we we know we've got cruiserweights, so we've been using cruiserweights. Um, so I we need to either debut some guys, or we've just we've got a six match pay per view. At I this like point. the I like the six match pay per view, and okay. you know if you're trying to debut someone, maybe we can save it for the pay per view itself. Well, I mean, I th- th- for me since it's a WCW pay per view, this is when we can parade a bunch of the undercard guys oh like, yeah this is when we can bring out hugh morris and lance storm and you know jindrak and o'hare if we're doing that mm-hmm. um so yeah this is this, this is where we got you know jamie noble uh hurricane helms you know sean stasiak you know the guys <laughs> that are options we got but chava guerrero you know the, so there's a lot of guys we could debut at this point mm-hmm. um God, I really would have signed AJ Styles, but we're gonna just pretend that because he, he wasn't really a thing at this point. So. Or or ready. Yeah. So okay, so those are the those will be our six major matches that that we're building the angle around. Maybe we have a WCW tag title match, whatever. Yeah. So so we'll fill out the card with with other stuff, but those are our main focus, our main storyline. The so stories, we, yeah. Yeah. So week three is where we're at. Um, I say we don't have any more physicality week three with NWO Austin and, and Triple H. Just maybe we have the NWO taunting them, telling them, oh, you see, nobody wants to work with you, Austin, and definitely nobody wants to work with Triple H because nobody can trust you. You know, you don't have any friends. Like, yep. you know, and, and so we're, we got that promo going on. Um you know, NWO is for life, but, you know, fucking, it, it, that's why Holland Nash attacked you, Trips, because you're a backstabber, you're just, you know, you sleep with the do- the boss's daughter, all the, like, this, a lot Everything. of shoot promo information going on here, so NWO, 
will be mocking Austin. Not to mention all the promos that we've, that we've discussed in detail on the Stone Cold versus uh, Hollywood Hogan angle. All those promos would be epic as well. Right. I... And and but that I think that officially just those two that's later that's way later later on down the road. Um, right now it's just about NWO. It's not Austin's not necessarily getting personal with anybody. No, but the click is getting personal with Triple H. I think is great. Um, and then I think we we reveal the Vince McMahon promo on Jarrett. And we introduce the idea. We we get the backstory to why these two have heat. Why Vince fired him. Um, I just the idea of Vince getting smashed over the face with a guitar just makes me so fucking happy. Oh, for like, sure. <laughs> and it's like, who do you root for in this scenario? Two yeah. very much hated entities. So I think yeah, the promo to to develop that I think is great. Um. What do we want to do with DDP and Booker T? How do we? How are we going to flip this a little bit so that? I feel like that we just treat this as Eric's sports main event. Like these, these are okay. his two top guys. It's 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 essentially babyface versus well, we're, we're de- we definitely have some heel tendencies with oh, Booker, Booker T. Booker T has definitely been a heel. Yeah, he's definitely been a heel. Time, right? Yeah, yeah. So I definitely think you know just ha- it's it's Apollo Creed versus Rocky. You know, it, it, but it's but it's under WCW's direction. Okay, so yeah, just yeah, promo segments, just selling. Yeah, the, the we're gonna see who the best of WCW is. Not 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 a blood feud yet. Yeah, okay. I should be representing WCW. No, I should be representing WCW. Well, your your championship reign in this in this company hasn't is tainted with cheating. I will bring honor to it. Shit like that. Make this important as a main event for a championship as a distraction from the whole invasion angle itself. Right. And then we've got Angle being obnoxious, doing his thing, calling out Sting. We, we've established that. And Bishop's going to like, hey, Sting's his own man, da-da-da-da-da. Um, Rey Mysterio's continuing to win matches, look good. Just we're featuring Rey Mysterio in matches on TV. Nothing special. Tommy Dreamer training montage video. Yes. Writing it down, it's in the storyline. <laughs> yes. I, I still think we have Vince McMahon going, ugh. I don't see what you see, Paul, but yeah, I, you know, I hope <sighs> you're right. Yeah, look at the side of him, tummy dreamer. <laughs> and then we've got RVD Jericho just talking like Tommy Dreamer doesn't even isn't even a part of the match. Like yeah. he doesn't even exist. He's not. He, he you know he's just there. Yeah. So yeah, I love it. Yeah, love it. So that's where we are. Week three, not a whole lot of big angles. So the go home episode, week four leading into the invasion angle um i think the obviously the go home fucking final big reveal at the end is going to be who's teaming with with trip uh triple h and austin oh right? yeah we're going off so the air with Shawn michaels sa- yeah we're saving that to the end we're getting fucking razor ramones getting super kicked and <laughs> somebody's catching a super kick and uh okay so do we need to have, do we want to have something happen with Jarrett and Vince leading to this pay-per-view? Do we need, like, do we want physicality beforehand? Do we need a guitar shot? Do we need some kind of dirty underhanded shit from Vince? Like what, or is this all just like basically 
you know, same, same. We're saving everything for the pay-per-view. This is just going to be, you know, build up promos. Like, this is one of those where we don't need a lot because, I mean, that we don't need a lot of build up. We don't. Everyone's frothing yeah. for the payoff. So it's not like it's, it's you know, any, any physicality would be, you know, a detriment. But, you know, it doesn't mean that Jeff Jarrett can't harm somebody close to Vince. Perhaps of the female variety he has he has no he's no stranger to that we're gonna have Jarrett fucking guitar shot linda mcmahon in the face to lead into this pay-per-view i mean oh she'll take it way better than a stunner all right it's on the paper Jarrett guitar shot to linda mcmahon it's happening that's Good. the go home fucking moment for that so now we've got a blood feud. If you're going to babyface Vince some way, what? How, yeah. how about this? Jeff Jarrett might be the only guy ever that could get Vince, you know, like, I think Bischoff, like, I, I just, I love this whole angle because everyone's kind of super questionable yeah. as to where they are. And once the cards fucking, you know, fall, it, it will ever, will establish clear cut baby faces and heels. And there's no but, end in sight. Yes, that's the big deal. I just I like the idea of Jarrett versus Vince, even if this is just like Jarrett coming in for a quick run and this is going to be a one-off. You know, he did the King of the Ring. This is just to get this angle out there. Yeah, I love it because Vince did it on the first day when he cut the promo. So that the and now we're paying off something that didn't need to happen. It was just Vince being petty. Yeah, <laughs> but now we're going to turn it into money. <laughs> Okay, so yes, we, we're going to get a... Jeff Jarrett is going to hit Linda McMahon with a, a guitar setting up for this match at the pay-per-view. Um, Brilliant. Do we want to have a Sting reveal? Like, do we need him on Monday Night Raw to face off with Angle or at least scare the shit out of Angle? Something to build to the pay-per-view or is it good to just have Angle cutting more promos acting like a jackass? I think we finally get a sign that yes, Sting okay. that Sting is going to be at the pay per view. Maybe not him in the building, but maybe some you know some theatric shenanigans. Uh, Titan Tron comes up or something like that. Lights go out. Lights come back yeah, on. There's a, base, out, yeah. there's a baseball bat out. in the baseball middle of the ring. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're definitely gonna have a sign of Sting, but not an actual appearance from Sting. Perfect. Yep. Love that. It's a oh um, lights go out. Lights come back on. There's a baseball bat in the ring with a post-it note that says "See you at See you at the invasion." Yeah, <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> so the final segment of Raw, like I love this. We have <clears throat> RVD and Jericho just selling Tommy Dreamer short. Paul Heyman's putting Dreamer over. We got the mo video montages of him training. We're we're trying to make you know we're making Tommy Dreamer his underdog. Uh, We've got Ray and Kidman, I think, shake hands uh, after Ray's match, and they're going to meet at the pay-per-view. We're good. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe we need to have things break down between DDP and, and Booker just a little bit uh, on the go-home episode where at least they get in some kind of a shoving match, something yeah. where they're talking and things get a little more serious. And uh, maybe Booker T is does a little bit of the uh, – the only reason you know, you're I'm here the is because real world champion, yeah. Yeah, the only reason you're here is because you're neighbors with Eric. Yeah, perfect. 
So we got something going on there. Per this is all great, but the main event, the the important thing, what? How do you envision us going off the air? Wrap putting a bow on this, um, Austin Triple H NWO angle. So, I, I feel like NWO should be in the ring, and. The only disadvantage they have is is the unknown. Yes, they've been giving them shit about you guys don't have anyone to work with, but hey, it's it's crunch time now. Now we're getting frustrated. Who are we who are we fighting? And you know Austin can come out, and you're like, you know what, you're right. I don't have any friends. Maybe I ought to get your friends. <laughs> and just something subtle like that. But maybe my my vision is if maybe Triple H and Austin come out, they can cut the promo. Maybe a scuffle can break out and they just, you know, up until this point, Hogan hasn't really been physical. Uh, yeah. So what if, what if Shawn Michaels super kicks Hogan as we go off the, as we go off the air? Yeah, I think that's okay. So yeah, they, they have their, they're promoing, they're exchanging words. You know, they, I don't, I don't even necessarily want them to say who it's going to be. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it it devolves into, you know, Austin and Triple H coming down to the ring. And Hogan, as he's been doing, picks his spots. He kind of backs off. Fucking Hall and Nash go after him. It's, it's a fair fight. They're there. Hogan gets a chair, I think, even is probably fine. Something where Hogan puts the boots to Austin or Triple H and in the brawl, like, Maybe we even have some like table bumps, something where guys get taken out, and all that's left standing is Hogan. Yeah, and he yeah. and you know he can even just be a fucking snarky asshole about it. Of course, as usual, the last man standing is the creator of wrestling, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Turns around, wham! There we go, perfect. I love all of that. We go off the air. Shawn Michaels super kicks Hogan because I think that's even great if Hogan's gonna wrestle. Because I, I obviously I know we're only at invasion, so we've still got like six months to go. <coughs> but I I think the WrestleMania moment is Hogan Austin, not oh of course yeah. And, and so I don't want to have that match at Survivor Series or whatever you no. know anytime before that Royal Rumble. I think Sean and Taker or Sean and Taker Sean and Hogan is a good first opening you know start for that too so couldn't agree more and it sounds like the table for invasion is set read that yes. card to me from top to bottom just so i can contrast and compare it to the pile of shit we were given <laughs> so the the six like focused matches we got ray mysterio versus billy kidman for the cruiserweight title we've got rvd representing WCW versus Tommy Dreamer representing ECW versus Chris Jericho representing the WWF for the United States Championship. We've got the grudge match, Jeff Jarrett versus Vince McMahon. No disqualifications. Gotta be after all that shit. And it's going to be a wild bloody brawl. We've got Kurt Angle versus Sting. We've got DDP versus Booker T for the WCW title. And then we have Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, teaming with the original DX members against the NWO as the main event of the Invasion pay-per-view. My so, goodness. Much better card um, than what we got. 
definitely um, worth the money they made on their on this pay-per-view. <laughs> but I think what we got to do here is we got to we're not just booking to this. We got to pick this pick winners. I think Rey Mysterio wins. We're making him the the face of the cruiserweight division. Correct. Right. So pay off your Tommy Dreamer build up, good sir. Well, definitely the 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 payoff is him, you know, winning. You you got to have him win, and it'll be by the skin of his teeth. You know, triple threat uh, rules applied. Um, and then the cliffhanger we can leave on is. Maybe RVD just giving him the nod, you know, giving him the hand raise. That way, RVD is questioned, like, hey, you just lost the match for us. You know, what's that? And then it just, it's overshadowed by their history. He watched Tommy Dreamer grow uh, in more ways than one uh, his, <laughs> his entire career. And uh, maybe he got caught up in that emotion before business. And that, that could be how we plant the seeds for some down the road RVD babyface turns, which is. You know, you lived through this uh, era. It was pretty unavoidable. The crowd loved RVD. Um, so that was how I envisioned it. It would be the only heart-fulfilling thing in this show for me. Um, yeah, yeah. And so if you're going to have some sort of a happy ending and Bischoff to get something uh, up his ass uh, during his show, uh, I think putting a, more of an underdog overcoming spotlight on Tommy Dreamer in this scenario over two, one... Uh, one cocky asshole of Chris Jericho and the other just being like, you know, another cocky asshole on RVD. Yeah. So then we have Jarrett versus McMahon. Jarrett's got to win. Jarrett beats Vince. Cool. And then we've established Jarrett as a, as a top heel. And before he comes out, <laughs> uh, before he comes out, we were, <laughs> we're told that he, <laughs> Uh, he 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 held up Vince McMahon for money before he can come out and do this match. <laughs> Perfect. No. Um, I think the whole purpose of us having Angle versus Sting is so that we can put Sting over. I mean, you have to. What a right. fucking travesty! Okay. Are we gonna just repeat <laughs> what we hate about his WWE return? <laughs> right. So then I think okay. The the important thing here is we've we've kind of established Booker T as a top guy. Do we want him to continue rolling and have WCW the face of WCW be a heel champion? Or do we want to go with the beloved DDP? This would also be a good opportunity to maybe we could debut somebody if we want to to kind of fuck over um DDP and so DDP has something to go after at coming out of this or we just have a straight up match. I would love we got for, a winner. I would love for this to be the straight up match and the better man wins. Like Dude. if if we're going to have like if 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 one thing's not going to have a dusty finish or you know something's going to be a straightforward right. thing for this show, it it should equal its build and I think someone's got to come out victorious. Now do we completely halt the momentum of DDP's return? Or do we do the same for Booker? Or because uh, Yeah, th this is where this gets tricky, and this is why this is hard to do. I I feel like DDP is probably more over just with his natural charisma and he and just his age where he's at in the business. As long as we bring in DDP as a baby face, as you know 
the real DDP and not stalker, creepy asshole guy. Yeah, a, a, I think a loss he can can't afford hurt him. the loss more than Booker T, who were still a state. Even when WCW died, even though he was a, a two-time champion, like we were still establishing him as a top singles guy in and of himself. So. Yeah. And I think, like, we, we told the story on the way here, the, the gripe on Booker T is he hasn't won one on his own yet. Right. And even though he's a heel, this could be where he proves everyone wrong and has and he can point the mirror back at everybody and gloat about it. I did win the big one by myself. I am the real world's heavyweight champion. I beat your golden boy in the process, and I proved him wrong, too. And, you know, DDP is one of those blue-collar characters that can come out the next day and say, you know what? Yep, drop the ball. I'll get him next time. Yeah, Dallas! Yeah. Okay, so I like it. So I think we're in agreement. Booker T, this is where he solidifies himself as deserving of being the real world's champion. He beats DDP straight up. Clean finish. Um, I love it. And then we're not debuting any more big names because we've debuted fucking shitload in the last four months already mm -hmm. um so that just leaves us the main event the main event yes austin yeah. triple h Shawn michaels versus the nwo hogan hall and nash this is a gigantic main event oh yeah the <laughs> entrances alone we get the are you ready big ass yeah. pop from the crowd oh it's the dream match that everybody wanted everyone wanted to see nwo versus dx Right. Uh, and then, you know, just the caveat of Austin being in the mix with the other top guy of wrestling. It's just the, the poster, the, the fucking, yeah, this, the, this is, this is the poster of the fucking Monday night wars. Yes, absolutely. It's, every, and, you know, and there's one glaring missing person, uh, in, in, in the mix, but you know, due to unfortunate circumstances, he can't be a part of this or can he? <laughs> so how do you think so how do you think this match should go? Obviously it's a big spectacle of a scenario. There's definitely going to be fuckery amongst fuckeries. Um but first of all, who wins? Okay. So for me, I think <sighs> this is so tough. I I think we cap this off with a, a with a debut. And not only a debut, but a debut that's going to be a huge swerve. So for me, it's either Flair and Arn, or just Flair, or it's The Rock that's going to decide the winner of this match. But either way, it's going to be perceived as someone jumping ship. So like for me, what I would love to do is... is what I, like one of the first ideas I had from the get go was to have The Rock return after Mania in a big moment in in this this invasion angle and establish himself as the newest WCW guy because Vince fucked him over at WrestleMania. But also, like your initial pitch, like right from the start, was Rick, you know, bringing Ric Flair in and and doing that angle early. I, I like the idea of aligning Ric Flair against Bischoff as well. Like, he's in that same boat with Jericho and whatever. And, like, you know, after everything that, that WCW did to Flair in the 90s, like, he deserves to be pissed off at them. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, 
that's where I'm at. Okay. <clears throat> I love the rock jumping ship. I want to save it. Okay. We definitely want to do part two of this down the road. So now piggybacking on the flare, the flare scenario, and this ties into what I was kind of like playfully alluding to, but yeah. now I'm, now the more I think about it, I kind of want to just drop it out of my skull and see what you think. Uh, you being you and me being me and us being us and all. So yes. for me, flare, even at the time, like it would be awesome if he lined, if he aligned with WWF, but as a as a physical threat, he's not really a difference maker. This was during right. this was during his older years, so it's it's not like you know it's not going to have the same effect as the glass shattering. Like holy shit, we're fucked. Correct. So yeah. so if Flair comes out and shows some sort of allegiance to WWF by attempting to fuck over WCW, and then it backfires, and then maybe a potential you know someone else comes out to look to correct what flair attempted to do and it didn't work but he's going to do the illusion that he's going to do it but he actually ends up fucking over wwf even further and wcw wins and then we go off the air with that person just kind of standing with wcw with a bunch of fucking questions and someone who's on equal footing with rick flair as far as like usefulness bell to bell but uh, also, you know, big enough to go, what the fuck just happened in front of my face? So I propose, and you can shit all over this, but what if WCW wins because Bret Hart came out and fucked somebody over, whomever, and then is just, like, aligned with them as just, like, you know, you know when that, sh when that show ends up happening... That's the general manager or some shit. Uh, but like, yeah. imagine going off the air with with Brett painting WCW yep. in the air again. Yeah, <laughs> and like just like the Montreal screw job. That's my outlandish, crazy idea. Definitely don't have to go there. Uh, yeah. But I love so, I love Ric Flair's involvement here. That would be a great yeah. return. Two issues with Brett for me. Um, one being that. He hates every person involved. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> but who does he hate more? Uh, I, I just... Uh, one being that, in reality, he was not going to come back. And it still took, what, another six, seven years after this? Oh, yeah. Before he finally mended those fences. And two being that he can't do any physicality. Like, None. he can do nothing. So there's no is, real is payoff my, yeah. as far as a yes, match can exactly. go. So there, for... for it to be Brett, there's no, yeah, there's no real payoff. Um, then, then definitely, definitely the rock would be a great spectacle. Uh, yeah. Because can you imagine if you smell happening during, you know, during like a very uh, hopeless moment for WWF, only for yes. him to rock bottom one of the WWF guys? Uh, yeah. I, I, for me, that's where I would, lean towards as much i'm mean, like we i i'm because i'm with you with flair that's the thing like i'm totally with you with like flair is great but by this point he would got so buried by wcw that he wasn't an a big deal like he's still rick flair and he has that gravitas of being rick flair but with the and, six guys in the ring what what are you gonna do exactly yeah it's gotta be the only person that could make this even bigger 
is, is the, rock. the rock or like Goldberg, but we're not, I'm not ready to go Goldberg yet. No, I would go so, Goldberg if we went with the Bret Hart idea though. <laughs> so like a fellow once said, so ain't NW- that a kick in the head? So, so we're going off the air NWO losing because the rock wants to get back at Vince McMahon. Or well, oh. no, we're 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 oh, cliffhanger. We're cliffhanger here. Yeah. So yeah. But no, but that actually, if you were gonna call back something, hey motherfucker, WrestleMania still happened. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You that, chose that, the you chose the wrong horse. That's right. So, Rock. So I I like the way you laid that out. Like things look absolutely hopeless for the WWF. Like, uh. There's fuckery going on. There's there's other interference. Things are going poorly, and then there the is a, rock's music hits. There is a Shawn Michaels fucking Scott Hall double down in the ring. Yeah. If you smell what the rock is cooking, comes out, yes. comes out, gets in the ring, gets in that pose, that rock bottom pose. But both guys are feeding up. Both guys are feeding up, and he fucking rock bottoms Shawn Michaels, just because selfishly I want that to happen one day. <laughs> So that's where we leave off at the as we close the pay-per-view with Stephanie and Shane and Bischoff and the NWO celebrating with The Rock. Oh, yes. Now and that's that, yeah. that the questions the the questions that the that the audience will have the 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 backstory, the explanations that The Rock can tell. Right. And and that's for me that was always kind of where we could end up because WrestleMania did happen. Yes. We, 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 we were able to morph Austin back to a baby face quickly because the change of direction with the, uh, with WCW NWO, the whole deal. But, but in the, the process, rock, we yeah. get to make, we get to make sense out of it still. Yes. Yes. We get to make sense out of it. So yes, that is it. That is the close of part four. That is the WCW invasion angle. Uh, where do we this... go from here? <laughs> yes, where do we go from here? But for now, for now, uh, that will close the invasion angle. And then somewhere down the line, we'll pick it up from here and figure out what the next you know, couple few months of WCW, WWF feud, you know, after the invasion, where do we go from there? What's the next step of the story? How do we get this to WrestleMania and beyond? As we close the first ever four-part saga, take it up with creative. I'm excited that we got to do this, Cole. Uh, I'm gonna. We're definitely going to do it again. Uh, but for now, catch us up on what on the events that led us up to the invasion angle. So recapping the final month of the invasion angle, the build to the invasion itself. We start with Eric Bischoff and Shane McMahon and Stephanie celebrating their win at the King of the Ring. Vince bows down, gives gives them their congratulations, but says, I'm going to let you have your pay-per-view. I'm going to stay out of it. I'm not going to meddle because just like WCW, you're going to fail. And then Bischoff says, not only will I not fail, I'm going to use your own guys on my pay-per-view, and all my WCW guys will defeat them. 
we debut Rey Mysterio, and we have Kurt Angle calling out Sting for costing him the WCW title. Week two, we've got Kurt Angle being obnoxious, calling out Sting over and over again, cutting promos, trying to degrade him. We put together a special three-way title match where Eric Bischoff has called for a representative from ECW, one from WCW, and one from the WWF to determine the new United States champion. And we're going to have RVD announced. Where did I go? Uh, Chris Jericho announced by by Vince McMahon. And Paul Heyman sticking with his guy, Tommy Dreamer. And we're going to have a crazy wild brawl between the NWO and Austin where Triple H is going to come to the aid of Austin. um, And we're going to be building up to a six-man tag match at Invasion. And this is great because we're planting the seed of who's the third man. We've got Triple H. We've got Austin. We're doing that, so it's great. We're also going to have Eric Bischoff announce to Vince McMahon that looking at the roster sheet, Vince McMahon is a performer, and therefore he will be wrestling at the Invasion pay-per-view against the man he fired, Jeff Jarrett. Week three, we've got the NWO making fun of Austin and Triple H, proclaiming they'll never find another partner. Nobody likes Triple H. You know, that we got the click and Triple H. like, you know, nobody's really friends with you. You're just a hanger-on. You always just are, are out for clout. Nobody really likes you. We've got Vince McMahon and Jeff Jarrett uh, digging into the past where Jeff Jarrett walked out on them a couple times. Uh, DDP and Booker T promos. We're keeping this kind of straight. Nothing crazy <laughs> until week four. We'll have a little bit of pushing and shoving. Uh, and again, we're just going to have golden segments with Kurt Angle being a jackass, calling out Sting. It will be fun. And we're going to introduce Tommy Dreamer uh, training montages. So that's going to be great. The go-home week, week four, right before, we're going to have Jeff Jarrett uh, with, I think we even have Jerry Jarrett involved just because It's great. And then we're going to have Linda McMahon coming down to try to break this thing up. And she's going to catch a guitar shot because we said, why not? It'll be fun. Um, Angle's going to be in the ring, cutting a promo on Sting again. And we're finally going to get a sign that Sting will be showing up to the Invasion pay-per-view with the bat in the ring. And, of course, last but not least, gigantic NWO in-ring promo calling out Austin, calling out Triple H. They come down turns into a brawl, things get out of hand, Hogan is the last man left standing, and we reveal Shawn Michaels from out of nowhere with a super kick on Hulk Hogan to get us to the Invasion pay-per-view, where Booker T wins, Sting beats Angle, Jarrett beats McMahon, Tommy Dreamer, uh, the underdog, wins, the United States Championship, Rey Mysterio wins the Cruiserweight title, is the new face of the Cruiserweight division, and we get the big reveal to close the show. The Rock turns on Vince McMahon for costing him the belt at w- at WrestleMania and joins the WCW NWO crowd. Perfect. There it is. There it is. We did it. Tell us how we did, ladies and gentlemen. Did we shit the bed just as much as the real deal? Did we uh, correct all the wrongs that have been brought to us as wrestling fans? 
Let us know in the comments. Let us know in the reviews. Let us know on the social medias. Cole, I had a fantastic time doing this. I can't wait to do it again. But before I let you outro us, I'm going to tell our audience what we have in store for them next week. Uh, the next two weeks, rather. We're going back to our brackets. And boy, hey, uh, I feel a chill in the air. It's getting a little scary outside. Because uh, Halloween is vastly approaching. And we're going to do a fun bracket this time. Because we're going to be discussing the creepy, the spooky, the scary, the fearful, the supernatural. Anybody who has donned fear into their opponents ladies and gentlemen there is a lot more out there than you think and boy i had fun compiling the list together just from my brainular area uh <laughs> yeah uh 32 of the creepiest and the scariest and the and the weirdest and the strangest are gonna take part into a bracket and a lot of the names that are on there are names we discussed in the past and had a good laugh and uh a lot of them are top guys that we praise dearly uh yes. but this is going to be a nice collection of folks that we get to talk all the shit about and you know and thus don't forget the darso and there's no integrity in this bracket and we will <laughs> and we will definitely show you why once you see the final bracket yes i'm very excited for kind of a fun bracket usually we're fairly i mean the bracket is a serious subject and we have some fun but this one <laughs> is going to be fun from the start and we're going to enjoy uh talking about the likes of the boogeyman and uh Mordecai and all those wonderful Halloween type gimmicks. So, yes, yes. Trick or uh, but, treats galore. Yes. Yeah, but thanks for finally letting us do this. I hope you guys enjoyed all four parts of the WCW Invasion. And join us next week for our special Halloween bark bracket, part one of the Halloween bracket. So for Ron Kilborn, I am your host, Cole Dawson, saying thank you. We love you and good night. Mwah. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole2130 and follow yours truly at Ron underscore Kilborn. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team.